double play there and Morning Dave here. How do? We're at 838 now, 22 before 9. Time to check in on your money and find out what's going on. You ever have one of those? government shut down, of course, over the uh, Memorial Day weekend, and evidently they figured the gremlins in Washington weren't going to be capable of getting started until late, so all the early morning reports are later on this morning, but Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services got some thoughts, and so do I, and we're happy to share them with you today, because it doesn't look as good the week out as we ended up the week uh, that just ended, does it, Philip? No, it definitely does does not, Dave. Uh, I was hoping that we'd see some follow through from last week, but uh, man, the futures are sliding fast today uh, compared to what they were last week. Yeah, kind of falling like a rock, everything being relative. Yesterday morning when I was just updating what was going on overseas, because it was uh, Memorial Day for us, but elsewhere in the world it was better known as Monday, uh, the futures markets that trade electronically, whether the markets open or closed, they were kind of pointed upward and everything was looking good. Uh, the week as of Friday ended up with a good day on Friday. The Dow was up by 576 points. S&P was up by 100 points. NASDAQ just went to town. They were up a full three and a third percent, up 390 points. And that capped an absolute barn burner of a week. After I shut down on uh, yesterday morning, things just uh, on the futures market started turning south, and they're continuing through the evening hours and into this morning, and it actually looks like the futures markets are accelerating downward now, and neither one of us really know why. Yeah, we don't. I mean, this is May 31st, last day of the month, and uh, you suggested before we went on the air that it could be some profit-taking uh, coming out last week, right? So maybe some people made some good plays uh, the week before, and, and they got some profits, so they're going to take some profits out after the holiday weekend. Uh, but but short of that, because there's just not any economic news, there's not any earnings reports coming out right this second. So there's really nothing driving this market, Dave. I mean, at least news wise. I got to believe that, you know, it's it's kind of that well, combination of two things. Number one, there's that old dictum, sell in May and go away, which is not wise given how volatile the market is right now. But I had a news item yesterday morning that really kind of set me back on my ear. The top three investment banks uh, and funds in this country control about half the market cap value of the Standard & Poor's 500. They're looking to close out with a game board on the They close their books on the 31st of the month because there's absolutely no reason, at least as far as a change in circumstances from Friday, to justify the kind of dive that we look like we're taking. And given the fact that it started basically about the time the big money guys would have awakened from an overnight sleep in yesterday morning, it's kind of looking to me like we're basically looking at the big funds moving money and taking some profits. Uh, that's uh, that's really about the only thing I can say. Um, it's not the end of the quarter, which generally you do see that during the end of the quarter, right? You see a lot of window dressing at the end of the quarter. But, uh, hey, maybe they just had some gains. They want to go ahead and take them now to offset some of the losses they had earlier this year. 
And God knows they had some losses earlier in the year. We're talking about very the fact that very little is going on right now in this moment in time. But we've got a barn burner of a week in terms of macro information coming out because this is the last day of the month. We're going to get dominated by employment news in the second half of the week. But starting about 9, we're going to get bombed with a bunch of stuff. We've got the home pricing index being reported out of the government at 9 this morning. The Case-Shiller 20-Day Composite Index which you normally would gloss over, but right now, given the fact that we're concerned about business conditions, it's going to be a market mover starting around 9 o'clock. And then at 10 this morning, we get the conference board's reads on consumer confidence. And if any of those turn a positive direction, I mean, you know, this sell-off that we're seeing early this morning might not last. On the other hand, if they're disappointments, well, hold on to your hat, Ethel, because it might very well be a less-than-fun day today. Well, that, that's true. And and we do have some other news. I mean, obviously, tomorrow's June 1st. We start the last month of this quarter and uh, and and uh, halfway through the year at the end of this uh, at the end of June. So uh, but we do have some other stuff coming out. Uh, the first we've got job openings coming back out on Wednesday at 10. So we won't get to talk about that until Thursday. Uh, but uh, and again, uh, nothing coming out tomorrow morning early. We got 10 o'clock. We got construction spending. That's going to be important. Um, we got some motor vehicle sales coming out. And then, of course, Thursday, we got jobs numbers. But uh, and then Friday, we got payroll, non farm payrolls coming out. Absolutely. That's why I said the second half of this week is going to be dominated by employment conversations. And uh, obviously, that's one of the things that's been propping our economy up. One of the, uh, I think it was Jamie Dimon was quoted in one of the articles I read this morning saying, never bet against the American consumer finding ways to spend more money. He's got a lot of faith in the consumer economy. And if the job situation continues to be hot, consumers will continue to spend money. And that's going to stave off any possibility of a recession. Well, that's true. The question is going to be, uh, can we spend our way and and not go into a recession without um, maxing out all our credit cards? That's true. And that that and then that, again, harkens back to those big, important things we're going to get out of the government in the final two, three days of the week as to what kind of employment situation we got. If Everybody can find a job. Well, they don't burn the plastic half as bad as when they're doing it without a job. Yeah, we almost forgot that yeah, starting tomorrow we start getting the employment news because the ADP report comes out tomorrow morning first thing. You know, it does not show up on my list. I think it's scheduled it for first of the month. should be there. It should be, but I wonder if because it is the um, – well, I don't see it next week either. Nope, I'm <laughs> not, it doesn't show up on my thing anywhere, but I'm sure it should be at tomorrow, that's for sure. Maybe the gremlins on our tip sheets are taking the the day off like the gremlins and the government did, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. We, we do have things coming out as far as uh, after work uh, today, like salesforce.com is going to be reporting at the end of the week. That's a good employ- uh, pre-employment number, for lack of a better term. Uh, Victoria's Secret, uh, a couple of specialty retailers, and Hewlett Packard to see if they can beat the uh, beat the trend on the uh, tech sell-off that we've had. So, end of the day today, we start getting some stuff that we can get an indication as to, as to which way the market could be going rationally. But it's uh, semi weird at the moment, and I'm not really seeing any trend except for energy issues. Pretty much dominating my big market winners so far this morning. I got Marathon Oil, Devon Energy, Occidental Petroleum, Marathon Petroleum, 
uh, all showing uh, increases uh, at the top of my big winner list this morning. It's got to be the price of energy that's driving what little gains there are in the market early this morning. Uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, there's, like I said, the, the indexes definitely are not giving us anything green. And uh, there's not much there. The 10-year Treasury is, uh, man, it's it's going up again. So it's off of its lows last week. So uh, Tesla's up. That's a little surprising, but I'm sure that's a, a, a quote from uh, Friday, not today. Let's see. No, it's up uh, almost 1% this morning. Cool. Okay, well, we'll take that as it goes. Setting the table again this morning, big up on Friday. Uh, kind of a weird pattern for the futures after the close on Friday. So you start wondering if it's mostly the big money guys taking money off the table. 45 minutes before reopening, what are you looking at right now on the instant quotes? Dave, I'm looking at a lot, a lot of red ink. Uh, we got the Dow down 265 points. That's eight-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is right there with it, down eight-tenths of a percent. The NASDAQ 100 is uh, doing a little bit better. It's only down six-tenths of a percent. So, uh, And the Russell 2000 is down almost 1% this morning. So a lot, of, uh, a lot of red ink. Even on the commodity side, silver is down almost 1.5%, back below 22, down to 21.66 an ounce. And then we've got uh, gold down a third of a percent. Crude oil, Dave, golly, I don't, I don't know if we've seen it this high, Dave. It's up 1.5% to... $118.97. It's hard for me to say that. And it's uh, and it's only a dollar away from Brent crude oil, which is just, we were talking about that last week. It's just so unusual for those two things to be so close together. Yeah, the North Sea crude oil normally has 4 or $5 a barrel difference between that and uh, that and New York crude. Right now, there's only about a buck between the two. $118 plus a barrel. I saw it niche up to... Uh, up to 115 yesterday morning, and it didn't make my day. Kind of explains why the big market movers on the upside are all are all oil prospecting companies, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Uh, oil's obviously uh, doing well, and uh, you know it's just hard to say. I wish I wish that we would get the frackers going back again, so we could get some uh, add to supply. A good oil glut right now would be a good idea. Overseas markets, the Asian rim mostly up at the close this morning at 6 a.m. European markets are looking at our futures and going, oh, no, Germany and France are down by better than a percent halfway through their day. It's just one of those things. You don't know what's going to happen day to day. And if that affects your retirement plans, well, you might need a change in plans in order to stabilize things. How do I get a hold of you to analyze my retirement plans, Philip? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037, or they can go to our website at statlerfinancial.com and schedule a 30-minute free uh, phone consultation to make sure they're on the right track for the retirement they always dreamed of. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning at the same time to see what kind of a bloodbath we got today. Hopefully none. Philip, have a good day. We'll look forward to catching you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Appreciate it. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for uh, for joining us today. I hope that your week, I hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. And, uh, and this week starts off better than mine with a flat tire today. So, hey, with that, have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye now.